Hey everyone, this is Leticia from Paris and you're listening to Powerful Podcasting Stories, the show that reveals how podcasters, creators and editors around the world do it behind the scenes, behind the microphone. I challenged myself to get at least 100 episodes in 10 days. Are you curious enough to know if I succeeded or not? Well, you have to keep listening. Today we're talking about Podfade with a podcaster who unfortunately saw their podcast fade away. What happened? Is the podcast saved or gone for good? Let's listen to our guest's powerful story. Hey, I'm Flitch. I'm from Vancouver, and I've been teaching music production since 1994. Before your podcast faded, what was it about? What's the name of the show? And tell us why you started this podcast. Did you do it on your own or with a team? So my podcast is called Levels FM. It's still technically active. I just haven't done anything with it for about eight months. And I do it myself. And I started it to be a promotional tool for my music production courses. When did you notice that your podcast was fading? Were there any signs? And how many episodes were you in? I knew it was going to fade before it started fading. I just knew when I started that that it was probably not sustainable. So I was pretty influenced by Joe Rogan and his podcasts, which sometimes go over three hours. And they're really entertaining, and it's just not edited and and live. And I wanted to do that, but I'm not Joe Rogan, and so it was it was. Uh, It was difficult to do everything yourself and then for for that long too, for you know, 90 minutes sometimes or two hours, it was probably too long. So I, I stopped after 12 episodes. So what did you do about it? Did you find solutions or tools to save your show from fading? What actions did you take? Yeah, I knew I'd get back into it somehow, but I knew I couldn't continue the way it was. So... I found Rumble Studio and I'd heard the term asynchronous before and I knew what that meant, but I didn't really understand what it would sort of be like. So I saw, I heard a few examples of it and it just sort of clicked like this is exactly what I need because I can send out my questions to a bunch of people. Some of them don't even have to reply to my email at all. And then whoever does, I can edit those into, instead of having one guest, I can edit those into answers to a question like you would have with a with a panel of, of guests. Because all, all of my guests are music producers and artists, so it's interesting to hear a bunch of different sides of, a bunch of different answers to a question. So that just kind of reignited my whole, Uh, vision for this and made it a lot easier to pull off. Tell us what happened after those actions. After you took those actions, what happened? Did you manage to improve things or did you decide to end the podcast? So my plan is now to do, instead of one podcast a week, like I was doing, is to do one podcast a month and to have monthly themes and topics that match other things I'm doing in my business and, and courses that I'm releasing. So it's all kind of, um, it's all going to be theme based, topic based. So I haven't started 
the new version of the podcast yet, but that's the plan. I'm, I'm sort of mapping everything out to see which topic I'm going to do first. So briefly, where are you now? What's the state of your podcast? Did you start another one or did you take a break from podcasting? I took a break from podcasting. I was doing a video podcast too. I was recording video and audio and then posting the video version on YouTube and distributing the audio versions to, you know, everywhere you listen to podcasts. But the video aspect, you know, adds another dimension to it. You know, you've got to have it look decent and everybody knows it's being recorded and that just adds another, I guess, level of stress to it. Um, and then, of course, video editing too, um, if, if there's any of that to do. So I'm just going to bring it back as an audio version for now. Tell the listeners, what did you learn from this experience? What did PodFay teach you? I learned what I already knew that podcasting was going to be more difficult than I thought it was going to be because of the editing and the the graphics you know I use Canva for graphics it's just a lot there's a lot of stuff it, I think podcasting would be great if it's the only sort of extracurricular thing you do or it's or it's the main thing you do I think it would be great but if it's just one of your marketing tools it takes up a lot of time to be just one of many things you do I think That's, that's why I, I'm going to switch to monthly instead of weekly to make it a lot easier to pull off. And finally, what advice would you give to someone starting the same podcasting journey as you? Do your research, get a good microphone. There's lots of great microphones now. Um, an audio interface if you need one, good set of headphones and or speakers and some audio editing software that's easy for you to use. Thank you so much for being an inspiring guest on my show. And thank you for sharing your process, challenges, tips, and tricks with us. Thanks for having me, Letitia. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode. To know more about your guest, you can find all the links in the description below, including a special link. If you're a podcaster and would like to participate as a guest, go ahead and be my guest. This challenge was recorded asynchronously on Rumble Studio. If you too want to create podcasts at scale, try it for free. Well, with this episode, I'm 1% closer to my goal. But have I reached 100? See you in the next episode.